Hello, welcome to another edition of the Gobeski Wallace Report. My name is Charlie Wallace. Wait, I thought you said that I didn't have to do anything about this because it's a clip show. Oh, no, you just have to say it's a clip show, which I guess you technically already did. So your obligations are now complete. Yay. See ya. What? You're recording. We're recording. What are we recording? We're live. Our trip to the garage sale back there. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what we're recording? I, I'm, I'm okay with that recording. Yeah. yeah. Sounds like a do a whole episode about that. Yeah. Our actual purpose today is to... Go to a garage sale? We're looking for specific flavors of Lay's potato chips. Because, what, it's like a contest or whatever, where you get to choose... Do they do that once a year? Why are you the narrator of this if you have no idea what's happening? This always happens. <laughs> Maybe you should talk about the garage sale, so I had to move things along. <laughs> no, you just move things back to the garage sale. <laughs> Clearly, we're not doing what you want to do today, Adam. Look, I apologize. Look, there's a garage sale. Oh, yeah, let's eyeball this garage yeah, sale. Yeah, but does this guy Clothes, garage sale have, stuff. A, have a Star Wars poster? And an X-Files poster? Right. No, he has a puzzle of a bear frame. Yeah, yeah. that probably wouldn't A bunch of Boy Scout uniforms. A framed <laughs> puzzle of a bear? Yes. I think it was two. I think it was two bears. I don't think you're allowed to put up a framed puzzle that you didn't do yourself. You like, know that. buy that from someone else. Are you allowed to do that? Is that a state law here? Yeah. <laughs> Wisconsin, man. I know. It's rough here. It is. It's rough. <laughs> uh, so, but I'm sure you get around that by taking a piece out. And putting it and back in. And handing it to the, sell- or the buyer. Oh. Uh, <laughs> put this in. Then you're true. covered under the law. <laughs> it's a loophole. Yeah, it is. No, you closing the hole because you put the pieces Yes, back in. every year Frito-Lay has four flavors <laughs> that you can choose from. Last and this, year's winner was biscuits and gravy. Yes, last year's winner was biscuits and gravy. Southern biscuits and gravy. Oh, good. Good, good we distinguished. Yes. Northern biscuits just didn't have it. Nope. Northern Bickies. <laughs> Call them Bickies. Uh, so this year, <laughs> this year the flavors are Indian tikka masala, tzatziki, Chinese Szechuan chicken, which I guess distinguishes it from the non-Chinese Szechuan chicken, <laughs> and Brazilian meat. Pecan? Is that what it was? Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. yeah. So we're on a quest to find copy or er, copies. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're on a quest to find these chips, but ideally not in full bag form because we're willing to bet they're not all that great. So wait, not full bags. You want just snack, half bags? Yeah. No, yeah, you know, like open the, the half snack bags, size. used bags. Used bags. What you said? You don't want? Yeah. So like half bags. <laughs> used bags of chips. <laughs> Secondhand <laughs> chips. So, so we should go to the garage sale and see if they have any. <laughs> so we're dumpster diving our way around Napson today, looking for tikka masala chips. <laughs> they've only they've only been open a month, but I used a chip clip, so they should still be okay. <laughs> What are you looking for today at this garage sale? Uh, used potato chip bags. <laughs> Half eaten. <laughs> so we're going to Walgreens to yeah. see if this happens. The greeniest of walls. Also another Metcalfs, or Cops. actually it's Cops, right? So it might actually have different selections. With two P's to distinguish it from the reality show. <laughs> Cops in Madison? Cops in Madison. 
Bad food, bad food. We're at this garage sale today. Uh, anyway, uh, this is the 50th anniversary of the premiere of Star Trek on television. I thought one of the ways we could celebrate was that I could use this old Star Trek trivia that I wrote for Sporkle Live last year. Basically, it'd just be an excuse to get some content. Yeah, so I don't actually know how this is, this is going to go. I unofficially wrote three themed trivia sets for uh, Sporkle Live last year. I did a Star Wars, a Star Trek, and a Doctor Who. And I was told to do the Star Wars one to pitch that as pretty hard. I think I was told an, an 8 or a 9 out of 10, difficulty-wise, because they were anticipating lots of Star Wars nerds coming. So I did. There were difficult questions. Like, uh, what's the name of the band in the cantina scene in Star Wars A New Hope? Questions like that. And uh, the feedback I heard was that uh, it was really, really good. Fans liked it because it wasn't just basically, oh, what's the name of Han Solo's hairy sidekick? <laughs> Princess Leia, right? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Them's fighting words. You'd constantly be oscillating between, uh, should I answer this correctly or sarcastically? Is the joke more important than the prize? I don't know. Hey, she does have longer hair. <laughs> well, okay. How much of a sidekick, though? Yeah. So the Star Wars one was well received. Actually, to the point where I wrote another one this year for Star Wars because apparently I'd done a reasonable job on the previous one. And my friend Dan, who is the question coordinator, I don't know what his technical term is, for Sporkle Live, basically has no real concept of geek culture. And so constantly tasks me, like, I don't know anything about this. Come write things for me. So I wrote a Doctor Who one also. And that apparently was just an absolute disaster, I learned. <laughs> I learned that at the end of the first half, only one team had any points whatsoever. Ooh. <laughs> it's a dead heat going into the half. <laughs> <laughs> like, I actually felt bad about that. I was like, Oof. I guess the Doctor Who trivia attracted a lot more casual fans in the United States than the Star Wars did. So consequently, this, this Star Trek one, I didn't actually hear how it went down. So I don't know how hard this is going to be. Out of curiosity, for the Doctor Who one, yeah. did they tell you what question it was that somebody got right? Well, my understanding is there was one team who was basically more like me than like, let's say Kara. Because I think Kara's watched a little more than Charlie has, is my understanding. Okay. Yes. She, she at least knew who David Tennant was. <laughs> yeah, so it sounded like there was one team that got about half of the questions right, and everyone else was just bombing even on stuff i thought was going to be reasonably easy like what was the name of the first human base established on mars as seen in the waters of mars which i figured all right everyone's seen that they probably would know it's bowie base one but nope not even that which meant that they had no hope on the difficult questions i wrote (laughs) (laughs) should have made two prongs like if they get the first question right then go this direction if not take these easier questions yeah, like I actually like I've actually been working on a much easier version if they ever use it because I felt so bad about that. But <laughs> anyway, the upshot is that I I know what I think the difficulty on the Star Trek questions are, but I don't know how you guys will handle it. Hey, uh, a couple things to say to Adam first. Um, I am going uh, to six or uh, eight inches. <laughs> <laughs> around (laughs) (laughs) although why did you correct yourself (laughs) now now it seems like you're making that up 
Uh, <laughs> I decided 16 might be a little too large. <laughs> we are outside uh, Walgreens on University Avenue. And we have located two of the four flavors, which are actually the ones we were able to locate before, but we found them in small, appropriately sized bags. Yeah, we haven't seen the tzatziki yet. So we're wondering if they're, it's because they're more popular. Yeah, People assume, are taking those off the shelves. I assume we found the two least popular flavors. Unless there's an asymmetric distribution of these chips. Like they're only putting out two flavors in Wisconsin or something. But that seems weird. So our quest continues at uh, Pops. This is the sixth. I would say he's he's pretty close to, uh, bio status? to biostatus. He's almost as many times as me. I hope that's a movie, Biostatus. <laughs> yeah, it sounded like a like a great, like a really unexciting video game. Like you all played Bioshock, and now it's time to play Biostatus. <laughs> Keep an eye on his heart and breathing rate. Let <laughs> it get you high. Oh no! Time to step in. You exposed him to Fox News. <laughs> His blood pressure is up. Quick, C-SPAN. <laughs> Crossfire. <laughs> Biostatus, where you measure his like heart rate and blood pressure, but the only way you can control it is a TV remote. You <laughs> <laughs> can't even go to YouTube and, and turn on like the turn on all those great filibuster videos. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, he's in the hospital bed with the TV, and you have the remote. As we did with the Star Trek The Board Game podcasts, something like, oh gosh, is it like almost 10 years ago at this point? It is a while ago. <laughs> Maybe we, you guys could just say who you are, like what Star Trek you've seen, like how much you think you know. Let's go in alphabetical order by first name. I'm Charlie. I'm one of the hosts of this podcast, and I know... I know... a an okay amount more than your probably average person but less than a, i would say a real fan of star trek i've watched the entire uh, original series with adam we didn't watch the original series are you sure i'm i think we did we watched a handful of episodes it was really just a handful yeah yeah <laughs> let me dial that back a little bit i've watched some of the original you had series so much cred <laughs> we watched all the movies i know that 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 we did yes i'm doug Gavesky, and i've seen all of the movies about half of the original series smattering of enterprise deep space nine decent amount of voyager and i think i actually watched all of enterprise i'm paul wilcox hi paul <laughs> hi paul semi-regular guest my experience with star trek is i would say i'm a, a medium as far as it goes <laughs> the unfortunate thing is that i have seen a lot of it but there's a lot that i haven't seen since i was like 10 or 12 years old but i've seen all of the movies except maybe nemesis i've seen you know a handful of the original series more or less all of the next generation. The first few episodes of Deep Space Nine, real sprinkling of Voyager, and almost no Enterprise. Pretty next generation oriented. So here's how it works. 
I'm going to give you 10 categories, and you're going to have from 1 to 10 points to wager for each question and the half. There'll be two halves. Uh, so, you know, use your wagers carefully, and we'll see how you do. So. Oh, so this is, wait, this is like Sporkle? Yeah. Oh, okay. I, I think it's modified ever so slightly with how the, uh, some of the extra, like there's not going to be a visual around, for instance. But Oh, you didn't prepare a website for us to... <laughs> No, I, I... <laughs> for a visual round. <laughs> okay, guys, I need you to enter into the Google image search the following terms. <laughs> oh, actually, actually, apparently, I I do have a visual round, but I don't have any pictures to send. That might not that might not translate well for an audio. Podcast. Yeah, you got to get those levels right, man. All right. Yeah. All right, you're happy, or all right, you want us? No, to talk? one more person needs. To, like everybody, talk one more oh, time. Okay. Yeah. At the All same right. time, this is this is me talking. We can talk at the same time. Yeah, Adam. Adam can do a C. <laughs> He's gonna leave Adam hanging like that, guys. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that was a that was a no go at cops. Yep, no luck. So our hopeless quest continues. We'll keep you updated. So all this thinking about this podcast, I finally started my DS9 marathon, but I'm only like four episodes in, Uh, but I did start like two nights ago. Yeah, it's nice that it's on uh, Netflix now. Yeah, yeah, it is. I'm not not sure that'll help. I've got some DS9 questions, but not exclusively from the first four episodes. (laughs) (laughs) Uh Oh, (laughs) yeah. I just wanted to get into the mode of thinking, you know. Did you uh, just see the trailer for the new movie yet? No, I didn't. It, it looks better than the previous trailer. Oh. So it's a lot less bro looking than that first mm. trailer. I don't know if you saw the first trailer at all. No, one, I don't think I did, actually. The one where the Beastie Boys sabotage plays. Oh, really? Okay. The, the one that was so, what the hell was that, that even Simon Pegg apologized for it? <laughs> though he had nothing to do with it. Star bros. So do you have a distinction between bro and dude bro? Like, if I say dude bro dude, do you know what I mean? Because I don't know if it's a real thing. It was sort of my best attempt to describe, essentially, a West Coast bro. Mm. Okay. I think I can I can I, see a distinction. I don't know that I have one, but I can see, you know, if a bro is, like, more of your Steve. stereotypical frat guy, then a dude bro would have a little more of, like, that. Yeah, man. Yeah, it's sort Total. of like a beach bum bro oh okay so like he relaxes but he also goes hard in full bro mode yeah basically trying to describe brian's brother because mm. i was like he's not really like a full bro he's like bro with other bits yeah and so dude bro was like my my best effort yeah like there's a lot of bro things he doesn't seem to have based on my very brief encounter right but he definitely doesn't fall in like the the nerd geek <laughs> domain no squarely outside yeah. of that which oh so uh my niece's birthday party was this past saturday speaking of studio Ghibli, we bought her my neighbor totoro oh that's a good one apparently like she was super excited when she saw it and insisted she's four she just turned four oh just in, like insisted that they watch it that day and she just apparently laid on the couch the whole time just entranced oh nice yeah but i'm sure that brian's brother saw this and was like what the hell is this <laughs> yeah we're gonna try because it is it's it's just 
fully charming, but it's just weird enough, too, to be kind of, if you're not ready for it, it's like, oh, crazy drug stuff, but it's like... (laughs) Like that, that that would be my dude bro interpretation. Like, oh, someone whoever made this must have been on something. You know? What is what is this cat bus thing? It's like, yeah. Our goal is to sort of turn her into like a a pseudo nerd. Mm, that's good. You gotta subvert a little bit. That's right. Although I'm sure there's a natural level of that as you get older. You know, you just get into media that your yeah. your parents don't understand. You know, <laughs> so might as well start right away. <laughs> And it'll happen to you. <laughs> Is everyone ready? Can we all take a uh, like a free guess? We'll say what we think one of the answers is. And if that ends up being the answers to one of the questions over the course of the game, then we get that one for free. My free answer is Dr. Helen Noel as a uh, <laughs> throwback to the podcast that we did a lot of Star Trek trivia. So if that answer comes up, then we get it for free no matter what. All right, that's 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 Doctor Helen Noel, by the way. Oh, Noel. Okay. Like the song. That's not how I pronounced it when we played the, the game the last time. <laughs> I know, but then I put the clip in on the podcast, and it's very clear you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> all right, what's uh, Paul's answer? Are we allowed to do phone a friend at all? Uh, sure. It's in the middle of the podcast. You hear Adam's phone ring. <laughs> <laughs> Not allowed to phone me. <laughs> Dang it. I'm not your friend. Paul? Um, how about lore? Okay. Doug? Freeman. All right. You currently have zero points. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> worth a shot. Oh, I should have gone with broccoli. <laughs> <laughs> Still zero points. <laughs> but yeah, it's. I would just say that the 24-hour news cycle is really wearing me down. Speaking of... <laughs> Oh, I just finally watched Anchorman and Anchorman 2 this past week. I had not, oh. I had not seen either one. Really? Point, yeah. So what'd you think? Anchorman was, was entertaining. I think it might have been hyped up a little too much for me because I don't think I, I don't know that I found it as funny as I guess the, the, the impression I got from other people of how the movie was. Yeah, there's been a lot of other movies since that are similar to Anchorman 2. Yeah. I think at the time there weren't quite as many movies with that sort of, you know, sensibility to it. But conversely, a lot of people were telling me how much they disliked Anchorman 2. And whereas I found that although it was really astonishingly dumb and occasionally just straight up offensive, I think I probably actually laughed more at it than I did at Anchorman 1. It wasn't as bad as people seem to think it was. Yeah, I didn't like it as much as the original, but again, I'm in the more typical camp where I watched the original a long time ago and loved it and then watched Anchorman two years later. Yeah, so for me, I was entertained. Oh, were we talking about movies? Oh, I assume this was the bit where Doug inserts a comment. Oh, right. <laughs> That's what I've been waiting for. <laughs> yeah, any awkward pauses will be just filled in with Doug speaking nonsensically. <laughs> The Gobeski-Wallace Report presents an excerpt from Anchorman 2, The Novelization Continues, by Richard Michael, read by Jason King. Champ adjusted himself forward in the armchair. Ron was testy. He thought maybe easing into this conversation would be prudent. 
So, Ron, he said, what do you do with yourself all day? You're just out here pretty much away from everything. As usual, Ron did not pause to collect his thoughts. He had clearly been eager to get some things off his chest. Well, he rasped, every day begins about the same. I wake up screaming in terror because of the blackness, and I think I'm dead. Every day, said Brian incredulously. Yes, every day, Ron sputtered. And then I begin what's called the great adventure, making breakfast. He seemed suddenly to become more distant. I've eaten everything from nails to drink coasters. One time I bit hard into a marble ashtray, thinking it was a savory waffle. Tears began to form on the side of his eyes. I wanted that waffle so bad, completely shattered my teeth. Brian became even more confused. Couldn't you tell the ashtray wasn't hot like a waffle? Ron was visibly upset. Couldn't they understand this unbearable pain he lived with? No, I couldn't, he exclaimed, because I'm blind. I'm not blind 23 hours a day or 22 hours a day. I'm blind the whole damn time. He paused, trying to compose himself to make them understand. Do you have any idea what it's like to drink a half a bottle of ketchup, thinking it was a bottle of 1946 Chateau Neuf de Pop? I even decanted it. If you drank half a bottle of that, Brian began, that's like, he paused, thinking it over. That's like nine or ten gulps. I mean, you couldn't tell that was ketchup? Did I stutter? Ron cried angrily. He tried to make it explicit for his former colleagues. I'm blind. Champ could sense Ron's frustration and the mounting tension in the room, so he attempted to defuse the situation. You're having a tough time, Ron, I know, he began, but Ron cut him off. You know what the biggest indignity is? I can't even masturbate. Brian was reduced to near speechlessness. Why? he managed to ask. Ron continued as if Brian hadn't even spoken. He was no longer in control of his words, which poured unceasingly from his mouth, the product of the turmoil that had built up inside. Heck, one morning, I spent 20 minutes aggressively rubbing my shin, wondering, where's the sensation? Where's the pleasure coming? He began to tear up a little, thinking back to that day and how chafed his leg had become. You rubbed your shin thinking it was a penis? Brian wondered aloud, exasperated. He had come to cheer up his dearest friend, but now was beginning to have serious concerns about Ron's well-being. I know you think I'm stupid, don't you? said Ron, chuckling to himself. The weirdo who lives in the weird lighthouse in the middle of nowhere. Brian struggled to get through to him. Ron, it was your choice to live in a weird lighthouse. But Ron would have none of it. You know why I live here? Let me say it real slow and real loud. I'm blind, he screamed. Champ massaged his own leg uncomfortably. I guess we should get out of here, he said, not wishing to cause Ron any further discomfort. going in solo to this Shell gas station. I'm not terribly optimistic, but everyone else is waiting in the car, so I better do a quick, here's some more clips for you. Next up is your wars question. What is the name of the treaty that ended the Dominion War? Hmm. I don't know, Treaty of Azure. <laughs> Charlie, 
Well, no idea. I don't even know. We haven't watched Deep Space Nine. Yeah. Wait, the um the That's Dominion the Deep War. Space Nine thing, right? Am I allowed to answer this? Uh, no. Oh, wait. Oh, all in Charlie. All in Charlie. <laughs> oh, well, I did just start Deep Space Nine a couple days ago. Uh, <laughs> Spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> one point. If we don't know at one point, yeah. Yeah, sure. Uh, one point, yeah. Treaty of Bajor. Is that your final answer? Yes. Yeah. The answer is the Treaty of Bajor. Oh. Start. <laughs> Doesn't matter because we'll get all eight other questions right. Paul. We're good. That's true. We're good. That's true. We're just that awesome. Right, right, right. Uh, and and you know there are times when when you see a woman and you might just assume she's with someone either due to her physical appearance, you know. Uh, Guys seem to think that hot girls have girlfriends or boyfriends. Or, well, yeah. they can have girl. They can have girlfriends too. It's, Absolutely. it's all good. Absolutely. Sometimes you just ask anyway, and then you marry them. That's well. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't personally experienced that yet, but uh, I, I hear someone someone here has. So it's pretty great. <laughs> did Did you know I I technically stole Brienne from someone? Well, modulo the sexist connotations of property that that brings. <laughs> you chauvinist pig! Yeah, like some guy who was also in the church choir asked her out like a two or three weeks before I did, but then he apparently kept standing her up. Wait, that seems like his problem. Yeah, that that's not really a steal so much as. Uh... Pouncing on an opportunity. Again, apologies for the, you know, connotation, pouncing and all that good stuff. Right. But uh, according to Brianna, at one point, like, after I had successfully uh, hooked that catch. <laughs> you know, we're really just fraught with all these uh, 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 landmines. <laughs> we don't have the language <laughs> to have these sorts of conversations. I think I understand what women are talking about when they talk about <laughs> The culture we live in. It suddenly uh, makes when, so much sense. When when Brienne and I had a agreed upon a mutually beneficial relationship of a certain standard. Uh, <laughs> One entirely devoid of passion. <laughs> <laughs> right, so it's either sexism or business. <laughs> I actually thought it was made of glass at first, so I'm like, wait, he's putting his hand through... Oh, okay. Witchcraft. Well, it is Terry Bradshaw. So. I thought Terry Bradshaw was a warlock. Terry Bradshaw is a warlock. Yeah. Did <laughs> they get back in in time for that? Look at that! Look at that facial hair. Yeah. <laughs> He's have a robe though, but I guess that jacket could be a robe. This is his uh, work robe. <laughs> his work robe. <laughs> so, uh, Chip Quests 2016. It's only 50% complete still. We're going to have to take a break for today. But they're listening to this directly. There's, unless they pause the podcast right now, it'll still keep playing for them. So they don't understand the concept that we might be recording it at different times and not in continuity? No, they don't understand that. Oh, I'm sorry. I gave you too much credit, listeners. So we'll have to stop for a fraction of a second and then start up again. Well, no, because here's a clip to enjoy while we... uh, come back later i gotta i gotta take like five minutes guys sorry i know we're just about to start are you pooping your pants
Yes, I'm like sitting here like, oh god. Well then, go. go. <laughs> I'll be back ASAP. Just study Star Trek on your phone. Yeah. See, that adds some urgency to the trivia, wouldn't it? Urgent, <laughs> urgent. <laughs> you. Oh good, Alex's roommates are here. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's evening. I've missed those dulcet tones. <laughs> it's like a laugh track. A laugh track to a show that we're not participating in. <laughs> it's like, oh, can I be part of their podcast? Their sounds way better than ours. <laughs> okay, sandwich has been eaten. What kind of sandwich? Is it BLT? Are you a fan of BLTs? Uh, yeah, they're good. Guess I don't really like tea, so and they're usually just BLs. <laughs> I can deal with the T when it comes with the with the B. I usually just stick to the B. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah, it, it turns out I only really like the T when it's been heavily processed with added sugars. Like in these SpaghettiOs I'm eating. Right. Or, <laughs> or ketchup or something like that. But just like straight up tea, I just taste gross to A me. BLK sandwich. That could work. Ew. <laughs> what? I guess not. Oh, ew. yeah, that is kind of. What about a BKK sandwich? Bacon, ketchup, and kale. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta make it healthy. <laughs> so it's Sunday, September 4th, two days after we made our last recording, and we've finally made some progress. We got one more chip flavor, the tzatziki. At the same Walgreens we were just at. Yeah, so there's a time difference, but we're actually in the exact same location we're at before, so. Just a tip to anybody out there who's looking for these flavors. You have to put in the effort. Make multiple stops, even at the same place. All right, we'll keep you updated. Here's even more clips. All right, your next question is, about the Enterprise. According to the animated series, who was the first captain of the Enterprise? This is brutal. Hmm. Only on burn those one and two pointers. <laughs> <laughs> so what? What are what are the candidates for for this? Um, Kurt Pike. <laughs> That's all I have. <laughs> <laughs> Charlie. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did actually see one episode of the series with you adam really yeah it had something to do with spock i remember but that's all i remember okay spock on some planet or other that's descriptive (laughs) that's not a question right (laughs) which episode (laughs) did i see because i can't even answer that (laughs) ike i guess for four points (laughs) i'm okay with that i'm fine with that unless this is a weird trick question it's probably a serious was was you know, also trying to stamp out the existence of Pike. <laughs> I think that's Pike for four, right? Yeah. That is incorrect. It is Robert April. Hmm. So nope. who is that? <laughs> who that? He's the first captain of the Enterprise. Oh, Some sort of okay. pink haired man. <laughs> he shows up in he shows up in one animated episode. Oh, okay. Played by I assume it's James Doohan because James Doohan plays ninety percent of the voices on the animated series. So. Is he just good, or was he starving? Uh, he's fairly good, and production company's cheap and couldn't hire like extra people generally. <laughs> well, since you're already in the studio, would you mind recording these other lines too? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we need you to 
make your voice kind of high pitched as well. Like there's a there's a helium leak in the reactor. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thanks a lot. That end that ended up being pretty good, especially considering I had no <laughs> topics. Like I came in with nothing, so thank you. <laughs> I had a topic. We had a couple of topics. Oh well. What was your topic? <laughs> oh yeah, no, actually, I should tell this story, and maybe it can go in a tag show. So this past Saturday, we were playing this uh, game for as part of the church music ministry. It's called Bunko. Have you ever heard of this game? No. It sounds familiar, okay. but no. Uh, really? It's it's a dice rolling game, and it's frankly terrible. It's not that bad. It's terrible. It's literally roll dice and count the numbers you get. Oh. But, While throwing things at people <laughs> and screaming and yelling and ringing yeah, bells so, and right, running so, all over the place. Right. So they have to liven it up by adding extra things. Uh, one of those things is gambling. Not oh. to be confused with grambling. This is, in fact, gambling. It's <laughs> not the university. Oh. So so you're constantly rolling uh, three dice over and over and over again. And then occasionally, like, you meet certain conditions and everyone has to move and stuff. One of the conditions is if you roll three sixes, you yelled travel. And then there's, like, this stuffed animal that's, like, floating around the room going from person to person. And so anytime someone gets the three sixes and yells travel, they get this uh, stuffed animal thrown at them. One time it really hurt. Oh. <laughs> they, hit me. They, they like pelted it across the room. <laughs> no. So gambling is involved, right? So they had previously announced that there were three ways you could win money. And uh, you could win by having the most wins. You got <laughs> money by having the most losses. And then you got money if you had the animal at the end of the game. Oh. So I'm rolling the dice, and I at one point I get the three sixes, and I yell travel, and they throw the thing at me. And then shortly thereafter, like that round ends, and uh, the person in charge of this says, "So does everyone want to play another round, or are you done?" And I look at the stuffed animal in my hand, and I realize that this guarantees me money, and I'm like, "I'm done." <laughs> and that's how I won thirty-five dollars. Oh. Thirty-five! Wow! Yep. Wow! Nice. Hey, for a church gambling night, that's actually not that bad. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's clean enough. All right. Well, Paul and I will be in Arizona <laughs> next week for this game. For the <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna go fly standby. <laughs> Get on this the is going to go to the airport. Get on the plane, <laughs> sit down, and then get tossed. Where's your ticket? Oh, we're just going to see if we can get on a plane. <laughs> <laughs> It'll go over well, I'm sure. It's um, You don't need a ticket to get through there, right? What if you just want to go to the Ruby Tuesday? Or <laughs> the Chili's too. <laughs> Chili's too. Chili's not quite Chili's. <laughs> Chili's too. T-O-O. So, we made another trip to Cops. We were unable to find any more of the desired chip flavors, but we did pick we up... We did get an undesired chip flavor, yes. Which was biscuits and gravy. Southern. Southern biscuits and gravy. As opposed to the kind we make up here in Wisconsin. But, well, I assume there's less cheese in the Southern version. I'm not sure that that's true. <laughs> that may be true. Are there, is there cheese in biscuits and gravy? Uh, Wisconsin style. Wisconsin. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. So they call it gravy, but it's really just a form of cheese whiz. Yeah. <laughs> Things have really descended into anarchy. So. That's what those girls were trying to shop for. Yes, they were trying to make Wisconsin biscuits and gravy while hung over. <laughs>
But uh, we got one more stop over at Metcalf's. We'll let you know how it turns out. Enjoy these clips. Next up, your alien races question. Uh, nope, you're going to have to get it exactly right. No, all right, within one. Oh. In the third season of Star Trek Enterprise, how many sentient species are we told had evolved on the Zindi homeworld within one? Ooh, you guys are looking at me again for this one, aren't you? Is it a high number or a low number? Uh, Is he saying within one to be a jerk or might we actually no. guess this? <laughs> There's, there were several. Hmm. Uh, uh, oh, I get it. Hmm? Being a jerk. One of the waitresses just asked me to DJ her wedding, Tony says. Translation, I really like Adam Gobeski playlists I hear every Tuesday at Trivia. Can you DJ my wedding? <laughs> <laughs> so just as an aside, is do your friends just get playlists and trivia questions off of you and then they get paid to use them? Uh, yeah, but I get I get repaid in food. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, somewhere in the range three to six. Uh, so the question is four uh, or five. Five. <laughs> so five. Just uh, you guys must be really glad you're participating in this, huh? <laughs> <laughs> five. 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 Well, well, okay. Now, what, how many points do we want to wager on that? This six. is the part where Charlie just, shines. Just keep rolling <laughs> up. <laughs> I don't know. Got a better idea? If you think you've got a chance, maybe you should go for seven instead of six. I mean, it would break the pattern. Ooh, ooh let's do it. All right, let's let's go with a seven, with our answer being five. Okay. Uh, the correct answer is six. Ooh. So you get the points. Oh. Nice. Breaking the cycle. <laughs> Very good strategy there, Charlie. Did your question originally give the uh, range? It sounded like it didn't originally give the range. You had to know exactly. Right. You had to know the answer is six. Do they go into specifically what those species or races are? There's the avians who are extinct. There are the aquatics, the arboreals, the insectoids, the primates, and the reptilians. Wow. I actually know what all those things are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those all... It's surprising. Yeah. Properly named. Yeah. It's very intuitive. <laughs> By the way, I like how you're talking about what they say as if I didn't write these questions. <laughs> <laughs> Whoever wrote these doesn't know what they're talking about. <laughs> My favorite part is that you're getting a taste of what our lives are. <laughs> yeah, this, is, this is a cleaned up version of shenanigans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Some key omissions. <laughs> <laughs> Like the time I got out of the car today and said something about post pubescent boy, and the guy in the car next to me just stared. Stared. <laughs> and shook, shook his head in disapproval. <laughs> How does post pubescent boy come up in conversation <laughs> in a way that's not creepy? <laughs> There's no way he's a good one. <laughs> Are you recording all this random chatter? Oh, of course. I don't not record anything. However you want to say that. Anything? I record everything. <laughs> the program's designed to act, record everything unless you tell it not to. So like when you're sleeping? <laughs> if you leave your Skype account on, yes, it will do that. Nice. And you're talking to somebody else. What if you're sleep talking? No. Well, 
if you're asleep talking to somebody else on Skype, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's only going to record when you're calling someone, but as long as the call is going, it's recording. So you're just kind of hoping that at some point one of us is going to slip up and say where the bodies are buried and not realize that you're recording everything? <laughs> yep. <laughs> playing the long game, Doug. This, this is your version of the Watergate tapes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that whole episode that we uh, that I didn't record, that's like the missing section. Nice. Here we go. X-Files commercial. It's a global phenomenon. I want a global phenomenon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you think she's going to wear horrible shoulder pad suits again? (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to go complain on the internet if she doesn't. Right, right. Right, You know this takes place in like 2003, right after the series ended. (laughs) Wait, I thought this was going to be a shot-for-shot remake of the pilot. It worked in the 90s. It'll work again. <laughs> so the Brazilian style and the <clears throat> Sichuan chicken potato chips are by far the most available. I just went to Metcalf's. was unable to find anything but those two flavors. <sighs> Three quarters of the way there. We're going to do it. we still got a couple days left, so I'll let you know how it goes. Here's some more unearthed segments for you to enjoy. There was a lot of time travel in Enterprise. <laughs> <laughs> like the time where they uh, they went to Detroit and saw the mountains. That's my, that's my favorite. <laughs> Looks very much like Vancouver. <laughs> or Los Angeles. I'm, I'm excited. Dare I say aroused? <laughs> you, you just did. You dared. <laughs> you do dare. For each pair of characters, identify who was in more episodes slash movies across all six series and 12 films. First, Nurse Chapel or Ensign slash Lieutenant slash Lieutenant Commander slash Commander Chekhov. (laughs) Uh, Chekhov? Yeah, how could it not be? Well, yeah, he's he's no he's better known. Gotta be a reason. <laughs> That's what I'm going with uh, off of. <laughs> and how many episodes was the Nurse Chapel in? I, I don't think Chekhov was there from the beginning, was he? No, he wasn't. Mm. I don't think. Probably a trick question. Because of Chekhov's familiarity with the like, movies. Yeah, he's just gonna be like, well, I mean, there's only six movies, so it's not much of an advantage. Yeah, my knowledge is definitely movie skewed. Me too. So what's your answer? I say we just let him trick us and say, Yeah. Check off. Yeah. That is correct. Oh, okay. Yay. Check off is in forty six episodes. Let's in, let's say installments, because I don't want to keep saying episodes slash movies. Chekhov's in forty six installments, Nurse Chapel's in thirty six. Oh, okay. Oh, so there's only like a delta of four for the actual T V, huh? Second, Nog or Rom. <laughs> Wait, which one's which? I've never heard either of those words before. <laughs> they're Ferengi. So they're DS9 cast. Nog is Rom's son. Okay, oh. so Rom has to be the brother. It's got to be Nog, right? Because he was always hanging out with uh, Commander's it's, son. Yeah, with... Uh, yeah, Jake. Is that what you're going with? Yeah. Let's, yeah, let's do it. sounds that, good. That is correct. Uh, Nog is in 46 installments. Rom is in 36 installments. <laughs> it, uh, it really is the same as check off and check <laughs> <laughs> all right next Kess or seven of nine Ooh. i'm 
I'm going to go with seven of nine. Did anyone else watch Voyager? No. Boy, not much. Who was Kess? She was the gal who was replaced by Seven of Nine. Oh, okay. It was like she evolved into some higher life form with super telekinetic powers, and she used those powers to uh, cure Seven of Nine of her Borg implants that were going to kill her. Okay. It was, it was pretty much a, a transition right from one to the other. But the question is, what, what season was it in? I thought it was fairly early. Like, Wait, how many seasons of Voyager were there? Seven. Okay. I thought it was like... Third season or something. Let's go seven of nine. Objections? Sounds. I'm cool with that. No objections. All right. The answer is seven of nine. 97 installments. Kess is in 67 installments. And finally, Picard or Riker? What? (laughs) (laughs) Is this something weird like they occasionally get their own solo episodes where the other one doesn't appear? (laughs) Yeah. And one of them has two and the other one has one. I know Riker shows up in the last episode of Enterprise. Oh. So he's got that. But Picard shows up in the first episode of DS9. Oh, he does? I think so. He does. Oh. (laughs) It's a dead heat. That's why I like this one. They were both in all the movies that contained at least one of them? Yeah, I would would think so, right? Turns out it's a trick question. It's a tie. (laughs) Not like Riker is conspicuously missing from, like, generations or anything like that. From what I recall, I don't know. Uh, want to just default to Picard. Yeah, sure. Why not? Yeah. I, oh, hmm. Was there an episode or like a couple of episodes where Picard like lost his memory and was like on some planet for a while? I, there could be something like that. Wait, That's... did he not show up in those episodes or were they all about him? It was just like him. He lost his memory. Like maybe it was towards the end of the series or something where he just lost his memory and he was like living on a planet, like living this other life. It was just Picard and like nobody else from the uh, ship. Oh, where, yeah, where he lives like this whole life, like where he lives an entire lifetime. <laughs> Which I'm sure Riker shows up at the very end or something. So it's a complete <laughs> yeah. waste of Which there's an episode of Adventure discuss. Time like that. If you've gotten to that, gotten that far, Adam. Uh, oh, sure. I have. Now with with so, guest voice actor Jonathan Frakes. Yeah, I haven't gotten. <laughs> so, does Riker's transporter clone count as an additional score for him? No. <laughs> <laughs> that was a real thing, right? That's a real thing. He shows up in DS9, but that's Thomas Riker. It doesn't count. Ah, okay. So you said William Riker. <laughs> Precision is key. <laughs> I like this discussion we're having, at least. <laughs> Patrick Stewart. We'll, we'll go with we'll go with Picard. All right, sounds good to yeah. me, Paul. I'm okay with that. The answer is Riker. One hundred and eighty-two appearances. Picard, one hundred and eighty-one. Wow. What accounts for the difference? So. Riker is in the Enterprise episode. Yep. But you're right, Picard is in the Deep Space Nine episode. But Riker right? is also in an episode of Voyager. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Was it the last episode? No, he's he gets brought to Voyager by Q. It's a Q episode. Oh. 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 Nice. They, they <laughs> six points on that. Yeah, not bad. Hello. Welcome to another edition of the Gobeski Wallace Report podcast. My name is Charlie Wallace. And I'm Evan Gobeski, and I thought you were you weren't saying podcast anymore. Hello, and welcome to another edition of the Gobeski Wallace Report. My name is Charlie uh, Wallace. Oh, you you can say podcast. I just I basically just want consistency from my co-host. Okay, I will pick one of those two ways, edit out the other one, and then go with that from the future. 
you know that's a lie, right? Because you're just going to keep this whole conversation. Yeah, I don't like to edit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we're here. Hello. Uh, at the Hy-Vee on the east side of Madison. And next to the Hojo. Next to the Hojo with the world's largest... Indoor swimming pool. Indoor swimming pool. Well, all right. Madison's largest as indoor far swimming as, pool. As far as we know, we're not willing to fact check this, but this is what they tell us. No one no one has told us if it's by volume, surface area, or both. Yeah. But anyway, that's besides the point. We found the last quarter of our mission, the Indian Tikka Masala. Here, if you listen. Place. That's the sound of the bag. That's the sound of success. <laughs> yes. So. We did it. Here's some more stuff to listen to, and uh, we'll have our taste test pretty soon. Seriously, is do you just you just say the same thing every time? Well, this is up to you. Why wait? Why is it up to me? This is your podcasting. Um. So, yeah. Listen. What is Lieutenant Uhura's first name? Uh oh, this is supposed to be an easy one. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> It makes me it makes me sad. Well, I don't think they mention it until the new movies. The ones where she's Zoe Saldana instead of Michelle Nichols. Still escaping me. Yeah, I'm not gonna be able to pull it up now. Can I phone a friend? No, you already you lost your chance. You ruined the gag. It wasn't <laughs> gonna I... be you. <laughs> Who are you gonna call? <laughs> Vanessa. She might know. <laughs> I guess I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Vanessa. Uh, I'm doing good. I've got an odd question for you. Uh, What is Lieutenant Uhura's first name? (laughs) Yeah, it was Lieutenant, right, guys? (laughs) We're doing a trivia podcast. (laughs) (laughs) This is the disclosure. (laughs) Okay, (laughs) let's go with that, guys. Okay, let, let, let's try it. Um, guys, how many points do we want to try? We, we've got all of our options. We can go all the 90, way up to 10. 90% sure was that? So 90% oh. sure is 9, but we might as okay, well kick points. in the 10% ourselves, you know? <laughs> <laughs> let's go with the 9 points, then. Uh, the correct answer is Neota. Yes, you're exactly correct. Oh, perfect. Thanks, Vanessa. Yeah, no problem, <laughs> Have a good night. <laughs> That just made me look at games I have on my desktop, and I'm like, man, I want to play Civ 3. Civ 3 is on my desktop. Civ 3 and SimCity 4. And that's all I got. I assume Doug throws in a comment here. Right, yeah, yeah. I I was trying to leave pauses for for Doug's interjections. Well, we can always just drop them in. I mean, there's no need to to have a space. (laughs) We can literally just insert... Yeah, I mean, how hard is it to edit that? That just dug in to random plays. Or Doug, you could just have the podcast play at the same time as <laughs> Doug's podcast and just see how that turns out. All right, Doug, listen to us talk. Oh, reminds, pause, jump in. It reminds me on, I believe it was one of the Aqua Teen Hunger Force season DVDs, right? Mm-hmm. When you hit the play all button, it played all of the episodes at the same time. Oh, yeah, I think I remember that. <laughs> It's like season four or something. Yeah, yeah. So we may have seen some Burroughs boy yesterday. Oh. We actually had a debate because this kid looked older and had nicer hair. 
but I couldn't decide if that was just because he had like taken time to do his hair. Huh. <laughs> well, he has aged several weeks since yeah. the last time you saw him. <laughs> he's, 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 he's rapidly becoming a Sun Burroughs man. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, uh, if it is in fact the same person, his name is Jason. Oh, Jason. Interesting. Jason. I like how you're rolling Jason around your mouth. Like you're getting a feel for it. Hmm, Jason. <laughs> Just always see he didn't seem like a Jason, you know? I know, he didn't seem like a Jason to me either. Jason seems like a troublemaker. You now, know? A, now a Jace. I could have seen Jace. <laughs> Jace. Because <laughs> I can bear, I probably can't turn it down much more. Because I got the uh, over the ear headphones. Wait, over the ear headphones? Yeah, like there's a, it's like a closed cup. <laughs> I was like, what other like, headphones are like there? Like it actually, well, it actually is like a cover. Yeah, one of those rectal sets. <laughs> Make your body be the amplifier. You know, there is stuff like that that operates via bone conduction. See, the future is now. The future is probably like 10 years ago. So, uh, here we are. It's chip tasting 2016 for what, what was it called? Passport to flavor. Passport to flavor style Lay's potato chips. I guess a special promotion they're running where there's four unique flavors uh, from around the world. So I think that's the idea. I don't know if they were user submitted or not. So Charlie and I are actually going to blind taste test these. So there are actually five flavors here. They are Brazilian. What? Pecanje. Oh, Oh, interesting. So Brazilian pecanje, which... That was pecanha. 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 Okay, Brazilian ah. pecanha. That tastes like pecans. Ooh. Chinese Szechuan, Greek tzatziki, Indian tikka masala, and the uh, one that won last year was Southern biscuits and gravy. So, should we put on the blindfolds? Yes, I think so. We ex- Adam and I both have blindfolds. Webster scarves. We don't want to be able to see. The color of the chips, I'm guessing the tzatziki is a little bit different color than maybe the chicken tikka masala. You know, we want to be able to feel the texture, but we don't want to see what it is or... Do you both want the same flavor at the same time? I think completely random is the best way. so you each get a completely random one? Yeah. And then someone has to keep score on whether we're right or not. And the blindfolds also keep us from seeing the audience reactions as well. They might lead us to the answer. Okay. There is a bowl of chips in front of you. You reach up on right on the edge of the table. Oh, yep, okay. You got it? All right, right, so I'm going to go first. Tastes like a potato. There's some spice kick to it. Mm. Um, There's maybe a touch of sweetness, but it's not really. It's pretty, hitting the back of my tongue pretty intensely. I'm going to take another to see if it's any different. No, that's, I don't really like that. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, my guess on that is the Szechuan. Um, that's not so good. So I'm taking my first bite. Hmm. Oh. So, a little bit of spice. I'm sensing a curry flavor in here. So I think it's a chicken tikka masala. I couldn't get it right off the bat. The sort of like um, the finish, I think, is more of a, a curry flavor. Pretty good, pretty good. I would, I would eat more of this flavor. Oh, good! There was a full bag of that. <laughs> if I was correct. All right.
Next up is your behind the scenes question. This one's true or false. Uh, true or farce. True. True or farce. <laughs> Both. <laughs> farce. True or false. Ricardo Montalban wore a prosthetic chest piece when he reprised the role of Khan Noonien Singh in the movie Star Trek II The Wrath of Khan. Uh, what's our highest point we can go with? That's a, a 10 still. 10. Let's go with 10. We got a 50% chance of getting this right, guys. <laughs> it just sounds really familiar. Yeah, it does. Unless it's some sort of, like, you know... And I, it doesn't seem like it would be, like, one of those things that floats around as some crazy myth that it would implant in my head. <laughs> it's all him, baby. Ten points. So you're saying that that is a false statement. It was not prosthetic. It was all natural. He was a beefy, oily man. Yep. <laughs> Ten points on that? Ten points. I don't know if the oil was natural, but... (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That is false. But it actually is one of those myths that floats around, is that he was wearing a chest piece. Ah, nice. But it's not true, because he was really proud of his chest, because it shows up in, like, all the documents. (laughs) (laughs) Guy wouldn't put his shirt back on, (laughs) even between takes. He was never seen without his chest. The movie went over budget because of all the oil. (laughs) You gotta keep it wet. (laughs) Trimmed and wet. (laughs) You gotta keep it shaved and wet. (laughs) Waxed and wet. The Gobeski-Wallace Report presents an excerpt from the novelization of The Naked Gun from the Files of Police Squad, written by Michelle Clark and narrated by Jason King. Nordberg braced himself outside the door of the boat's cabin. Lifting his leg, he kicked the door, but only succeeded in putting his foot through. Awkwardly, he reached through the hole he'd made, his leg still dangling, and turned the doorknob from the other side. He opened the door, brandishing his badge and his faithful gun. Police! he declared. Throw down your guns! He was greeted by the sight of seven criminals, all pointing their guns directly at him. Apparently, they'd overheard him somehow. One of the criminals, overcome by his authority, dropped his weapon and raised his hands in the air. His colleagues were less than impressed by this, and to be honest, Norberg was slightly surprised by it too. The criminal started to reach for his gun, but a man emerged from the shadows to pick it up for him. Norberg looked on amazed as the face of the guy who played Khan Noonien Singh in Star Trek II The Wrath of Khan was revealed. Kill him, Ludwig said. Nordberg was riddled with bullets as the criminals unloaded their weapons into him. He reeled, managing to hit his head on a pipe behind him. Cradling both his skull and his lead-filled body, he staggered a few paces and placed his hand on a stove to support himself. But the stove burned him. In agony, he didn't notice the wet paint sign hanging above a freshly painted door and leaned against it. Oh no, he moaned. That was his favorite jacket that he'd just ruined. He tried to get away from the paint, but as he lurched across the room, his hand was trapped by a falling window, causing him even more distress. It was because of the pain he was experiencing that he didn't immediately notice the ornate wedding cake placed neatly on a table near the center of the room. Just my luck, he thought to himself as he face-planted in the cake. Now he was bleeding, burned, and couldn't see. The criminals could only watch as Nordberg made his way over the bear trap set near the door, and as if guided by fate, Nordberg stepped squarely on the trigger. 
The one-eyed criminal smirked. They had laughed at him when he set the bear trap on the cabin floor. Who was laughing now? Certainly not Nordberg. Unable to take any more, he staggered backwards out of the room and pitched over the side of the boat. He managed only one thought before the freezing cold water suffocated the consciousness from him. I must warn Frank. Alright, here's the bowl. Uh, this is a chip. <laughs> For the listener, Adam's face is uh, not very pleased right now. <laughs> That's awful. <laughs> That, I, so I imagine that's the flavor that you get if you're a cat licking your own butthole. <laughs> but, all right, let me do another just to kind of figure out what the hell this is. For science. That's terrible. <laughs> uh, I have no idea what that was. Uh. Maybe that's the Brazilian pecanha based because I don't actually know what that tastes like in the first place. Mm-hmm. And that's a thumbs down on that. The first thing I notice about these is that unlike the last chips, these ones are ruffled. But since we don't know ahead of time... Are they all dressed? Are they all dressed? Yeah, the Canadian flavor. Oh, no. We didn't We didn't get that. But I don't. I guess I don't know which of the ones that we got was ruffled, so or if multiple are, so it doesn't help me at all. I don't know. I mean, it's salty. <laughs> salty like a potato chip. I mean, it doesn't... I might say a tzatziki on this one. Maybe a hint of cucumber in there. And it's just... I don't think it's as strong as I might expect the other flavors to be. And I don't know what brisket and gravy is going to taste like at all, but... Brisket and gravy. Brisket and gravy. <laughs> well, yeah, they're already making a lot of meat flavors. So. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so I'm going to say the tzatziki on that one. It's not bad. Not bad. But not super flavorful in the way I expected. You done? Yes. Yeah. How do you call people on this thing? Uh, right click and say call, and then when you do that, they'll say add to call. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm in. Hey. Or, or he could just be in. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, yeah. I don't have I to mean, work out how to call him. So did you guys already start? Or I was, yeah, yeah, I was just at the park. So just, Does this mean that anybody can jump into our conversation at any time without an invite? It might be Hoss. because you called him earlier. Oh, potentially. I think it's you we, may have added me into the group call. So Okay, right. that's it. No, we haven't officially started, but we could start at any time. Because I, I was going to make Charlie uh, sing a song about me being late. <laughs> <laughs> no. <Sorry. laughs> no, damn it. You have to sing a song about being late. <laughs> I don't think that's how it works. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think you get how this segment works. It's about Charlie singing a song about something. <laughs> <laughs> Please clap. Oh, better reaction than Jeb Bush got. <laughs> I actually uh, thought that was really funny when he said that. <laughs> yeah. It was he pathetic. Was I don't know why he said it, but... <laughs> I would have had a beer with him and voted for him. (laughs) He just seems like a guy you could have a beer with. (laughs)
That's the that's the wrong bush. Oh, right, what, Jeb Bush? Yeah, I don't want him. <laughs> Bring back George. Bring back Jorge. Uh, the only thing I have to say about the bushes is I'm thinking about those beans. <laughs> Tony has put his headphones off and he's left the podcast. <laughs> imagining Paul meeting George Bush and being like hey you're George Bush you guys do the beans right <laughs> I, I love, love them beans <laughs> roll that beautiful bean footage <laughs> I handed Brianne half chewed chips yeah. All right, hold up. I guess at this point, if I want water, I can maybe just ask somebody. Yeah, it might not be a water. Bad idea. Nope, nope. You gotta get the, the gangbang flavor in your mouth. <laughs> gangbang of flavor. <laughs> what? Trademark 2016, Alex Clark. Yeah, yeah maybe right. that should have been the uh, promotion's gonna... name. Gangbang of, of flavor. <laughs> Passport to flavor. Gangbang gang of flavor. Bang. Comedy cool. <laughs> Alright, the chips are now in front of you. Everything is good. Yay. Right. So there's a chip. Hmm. Not so much more pleasant flavor. I actually think this is the biscuits and gravy. So I can see why this one. That's got a hint of sweetness. Oh, it's definitely gravy. Yeah. But it's not like a lot of chips that sometimes just taste like meat. Which is like the worst thing for a for a chip to taste like yeah and there's a little bit like that spicy sausage that you kind of get in the southern style gravies um yeah no that's okay i like that i don't know that i want to eat a lot of that but that was way better than whatever the hell that last one was i would not spit this into brian's hands <laughs> i appreciate that were there any good episodes of Next Generation? Ouch. <laughs> yes, every one of them. Every one? Every one? single one where Riker has a beard. Oh, okay. <laughs> so not the first season one where Wesley should have been killed. <laughs> but yes to the one where Beverly Crusher gets it off with her uh, grandma's dead ghost lover. <laughs> Anything that has Waxana Troy is probably <laughs> my favorite. <laughs> One of the other, and this is again off topic, and this doesn't this isn't even Wang related, but I, I remember one time there was an assistant, I don't know, doing something for Adam. And at some point we thought we befriend, befriended her. And so in one of our articles, oh, we, yeah. we 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 mentioned like how great she was and how she was a babe and like you know stuff like that. It was it was totally innocent, playful, uh, maybe, maybe vaguely sexist, but right, right. But it was but in the but, in the in the sexism that was appropriate twelve years ago. <laughs> it was it was it was done in, in sort of a fun, haha, you're our friend, we like you, and you know that sort of thing. And I just I remember her not talking to her directly about it, but like it coming back to us. And it was like, wow, she was, she was really uncomfortable. Yeah. And I, I, re I always felt really bad about that. That's unfortunately another thing that sticks out to me. <laughs> Couldn't tell you who that person was or, or anything, but you know. Yeah. I remember that happened. I also couldn't tell you her name or even what she looked like. No, I, I just, they're like, Oh, uh, I guess, 
I guess we're not as fun and clever as we thought we were. Yeah, I learned that lesson a lot of times. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to give Alex a call? Yeah, go ahead and try it. Or I guess I'll do that. Well, I sent him a text, so I don't want the harassment to be one-sided. <laughs> hey! Call failed. <laughs> oh, I meant call him on the actual phone. Oh. He's obviously not <laughs> on Skype. do this the old-fashioned way. Uh... All right. This this is an unruffled <laughs> chip. It appears to have a, quite a bit of flavoring on it, or or salt, salt and flavoring. Are you feeling yeah. the flavor? I am. I'm feeling the texture. This is in all the senses except yeah. for sight. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Charlie, Charlie's wafting the scent of the. Uh, He's putting it up his nose now. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Are you are you just mainlining potato chips? Mm. Pretty much. <laughs> What do you think, Charlie? That's kind of a, kind of a spicy flavor. Ugh. And the scarf. <laughs> the scarf is going like in your mouth. Little dangly things are going in my mouth too. Fringe. Fringe. Well, it doesn't taste like cat anus, as far as I know. As far as I know. <laughs> All right, so I mean, I can't really tell. I can't really tell. It tastes a little bit spicy. It tastes like a bit meaty. I wanna disagree agree with Adam because I don't think it's the same one he tasted but I think this is the Brazilian one if I had to guess with that kind of combination of flavors and spices but yeah I'm just gonna gonna put it out there that's that's what I think this one is the Brazilian picante picante hey. yeah. Adam your next chip is ready oh this is a ridge mm. chip oh yeah that's, that's a very strong cucumber yeah this must be the tzatziki yeah basically to me this all this tastes like it's cucumber it's not terrible if, if you like cucumber-flavored chips. Uh, I guess it's got a nice ruffled texture. Back to you, Charlie. In the studio. <laughs> Charlie, any input? Ah, uh, no. None. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, recognize that actor's name. That's about all I can say. It's RoboCop. It's, it's freaking RoboCop, oh, Charlie. Yeah. Oh, hmm. Captain Robocop. Is I didn't recognize him without the helmet. <laughs> let me, it's let me it's hold the my Wilson hand. effect, you know. <laughs> let me hold my hand over the top part of his face while I watch this. That goes along with your commercial of the refrigerator box. Oh, have you seen this new Nissan van? So there's nope. the one Nissan car that looks like a box, right? Right, yeah, right, right. Like right. Cube, cube, right? Yeah, but now they make a van that that's that is that same design, except it's designed for like thirteen passengers. Yeah, like it's like a thirteen passenger van. So it's like a brick driving down the road. This is for those uh, people who wonder, you know, wish they could go back to when they were three years old driving refrigerator boxes that their parents had. <laughs> right, that's uh, the car for them. My uh, my one coworker refers to that thing as a Mormon assault vehicle. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's got like five kids at this point, so yeah, he's he's been considering it. No, it's huge. It was ungodly because in order for the proportions to have to be the same, it has to be super tall. Like it's ridiculous. Like it may have been seven feet tall. It looks like that creepy van that's gonna pull up next to you and like kidnap you and throw you in the back. It's an NV twenty five hundred. Wow, that looks awful. I know. Why would anyone willingly buy this thing? 
when we saw that in real life and we were like, that doesn't, that can't, am I really seeing what I'm looking at right now? Yeah, it was like the woman was getting out of it and it was all I could do to not just start openly insulting the vehicle in front of her. <laughs> the joke's on you as 300 clowns pile out of the car. <laughs> this is the worst clown car ever. There's tons of room for those clowns. <laughs> you know, Adam, your clown idea is actually a decent workable idea for a car commercial. I'm surprised it doesn't already exist. Like all the clowns piling in, they're like, hey... What's with all the room? Like, we ran out of clowns. Like, everybody can sit down. <laughs> all right. This, not quite as much, not quite as much flavoring on it. Unruffled. I'm, I, I'm, just by smelling it, I'm leaning towards Szechuan on this one. Hmm. That is what I'm going to say it is, but it's not super strong. But it is, it leaves a little bit of, a little bit of heat in your mouth. Overall, it's all right. You know, it's not a flavor explosion, but a little more subtle than I would expect. So maybe I'm wrong. I'll say the Szechuan, though. Um, your final chip. Final chip. All right. This feels like a thicker chip. Hint of curry. Maybe like a sweet, little sweet, maybe. Yeah, it's almost like a tomato-y. With spices, so I'm pretty sure that's the Indian tikka masala chip. I like that. Yeah, all right, so, all right. so I'm on my final chip. I know the one that I have not named so far is the biscuits and gravy. This is another unruffled chip, but we'll see. Like uh, I've already, I think those four answers are already locked down. So I don't have to guess biscuits and gravy on this one, though. I can be willing to accept the one point that I'm going to lose somewhere. But let's let's see. Yeah, it smells kind of. I'd say it smells sort of gravy-ish. No, that's gravy. That's gravy in my mouth. <laughs> it's like there's a party in my mouth and everyone's throwing up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, I can see. I can see why that wins. Uh, it's definitely biscuits and gravy, and I like it. I like it. And we need some more. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Gonna eat one more, and then you can take it away, and we can oh, talk about results. Oh, you can take your blindfold off then. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you, can, you can look now. Yeah, so my personals would probably be, uh, I like the last one I had the best, and then whichever one, the biscuit one, gravy one, I'm pretty sure that one was, that one was pretty good. The Szechuan and the Tsetsiki were probably, or what I assumed was the Szechuan, the first one I had, um, were probably pretty close, and then cattiness in, in behind, because that was really, really disgusting. <laughs> and I can't believe you didn't just spit that out, that you seemed to like that. Well, I think it's, I'm assuming that it's the same, uh, it's the same one. Like, we'll see if we actually match them up properly. Um, but I would say the last one I had was my favorite, which I think was the biscuits and gravy. Then what I thought was the tikka masala, then Szechuan, then tzatziki, and then the one I thought was the Brazilian one, even though I still thought it was edible. I wouldn't eat a lot of them. That was disgusting. <laughs> But I suppose we actually have to figure it out, have to hear what the results were. I think I'm still hearing Paul eating. Yeah, no, yeah, I'm still, still doing that. <laughs> well, this is the first 40 minutes of the podcast. Right? What the hell is happening? <laughs> oh, sorry, I didn't mute it when I uh, slid the mic across the keyboard. It was just like clattering and thumping. <laughs>
It was like I was inside Godzilla's stomach at a rave. Uh, <laughs> damn it. Wait, there's a rave in the stomach or Godzilla's, no, no, Godzilla's at a rave? No, Godzilla's at a rave. Oh. So you can dimly hear it happening as like oh. his digestive juices go around you. I don't know. Zoom makes the image bigger. Zoom out, though. I don't have a zoom out function. Do you have a zoom out function? Well, you have to hold down the function button while you hit zoom. <laughs> It, it only zooms in. It's like the elevators that only go up or down. You'll only use them once. <laughs> yeah, this is an only up elevator. <laughs> Choose wisely. Wasn't oh. that in Wayside Stories? I sure. Put elevators in and one only went up and one only went down. Sounds like a story from Wayside Story. That. that could also be the Twilight Zone. <laughs> the worst Twilight Zone episode ever. <laughs> <laughs> I'm never going on. Imagine, that. if you will, an elevator. <laughs> <laughs> but it only goes up. But what if you did not know the secret of this elevator? And it never stopped going up to the sun. Meet Tony Huff. And I'm assuming, young man, <laughs> who is about to enter the Twilight Zone. So he just goes up to like five floors up or something, right? He's like, oh, the elevator doesn't go down. I guess I have to go up. Guys, don't spoil SO3E08 of Twilight Zone going up for me, right? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so you don't want to hear how the ironic twist is that the stairs only go up as well? No! (laughs) (laughs) The other set of stairs is a slide. No! (laughs) An escalator. It's an escalator. (laughs) (laughs) The solution is just to run really fast down the up escalator. (laughs) And he'll be running forever in the Twilight Zone. All right, that's going in the tag show. <laughs> so I just uh, tabulated the results. Okay. <laughs> turns out you both got them all right. Yay! Yay! Good and job. These are completely different flavors taste differently. <laughs> <laughs> we did it! Yay! <laughs> we have very calibrated palates, yeah. you and I. We know, we know our... Uh, Intense flavors. <laughs> or intense chip flavors. What is in the Brazilian box? Yeah, I don't know what that is. Like, what's even on the, the, uh, the package bag. for it? Would you purchase any of these, like, separately? Uh, like, again? I might. I would probably purchase the, the tikka masala on my own. Yeah. Yeah, I think, yeah, the tikka masala is one that's, like, a unique enough flavor that doesn't taste like other chips that... The biscuits and gravy wasn't bad, but I don't think I would actually buy that myself. Yeah. Yeah. So the big thing is, is that they have a lot of beef extract, oh, um, okay. milk, protein concentrate, skim milk, and beef fat. Yeah, and I tend not to like um, meat flavored mm-hmm. chips. I mean, if they would have stick with the yeast extract, I'm sure that would have got enough umami flavor in there, but I don't know. And then just a lot of flavoring. Oh, oh well, like just a... like maltodex, well, oh, like gosh. sugars and um, oregano and garlic and... So, so what is Brazilian? It's a tri-tip... Um, that they just spicing. put, yep, spicing okay. on. That's yeah, a steak and chimichurri sauce. Chimichurri sauce. Yeah. Okay. See, I didn't mind that one. That one wasn't too bad. That yeah. That one did not like the Chinese Szechuan. Yeah. That one I tried, and that one would have been my version yeah. to spit out in my significant oh, other's okay. hand. Uh, <laughs> this, this looks deceptively like sour cream onion. Right. Mm-hmm. Yes. Right. Right. You could definitely play pranks on people with these chips. To switch them out for regular flavors. 
I wouldn't say it's cat anus bad. <laughs> <laughs> but it's bad. All right. What sort of anus would you would you? Yeah, what type of anus? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let me uh, wash that down with a cool Pepsi Max. Oh, yeah. Are we sponsored by them or or not? Um, Someday that we, out there. we want them to be. Yeah, we want to be. Yeah, we're yeah, trying yeah, really yeah, hard. Trying really hard. <laughs> uh, Pepsi Max is a great compliment to any of these uh, chips. Or you can go with Pepsi Zero Sugar. They're, uh, yes, they're yes. rebranding. Max it still has taste. it still has Max taste. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And so, still zero calories. So, so yeah, I don't, I don't want that. Is it, am I okay like this or is it? It's really quiet. Can you turn it up? Uh, is there a little switch on the earbuds? Sounds like right. you're jacking off a robot, but <laughs> is this weird? Oh, it's starting my music up. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> is this you guys? It's what us. Apparently not. The yeah, daily... we we don't hear shit, dude. Oh, okay, because what's the daily gentleman? Huh. <laughs> uh that sounds like something on your end. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the Growler podcast? (laughs) (laughs) Apparently, I'm listening to an E-Town webisode. (laughs) The the Deadly Gentleman. Not the Daily. All right. Oh. Oh. (laughs) So, Adam, you called the podcast today. So, you called us all together for this event. (laughs) I called the podcast? Yes. I didn't realize I could call it. <laughs> well, I guess calling would be ending it. You initiated the podcast today. Uh, yes, I did. I did. I did select your names on Skype. Click call. <laughs> Watching the really creepy subway commercial. Well, yeah, we are yeah, yeah. a national broadcast. <laughs> right, but one of the commercials is probably local. Right. I think it goes like national, <laughs> national, local, and then back. Well, right now we got the national Samsung. I've got the Miller Lite. Oh, I've, yeah, we have Galaxy Edge. That one just happened. Are you guys slightly behind on DVR? We can spoil the whole episode for Adam like 30 seconds early. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. He's like, oh my gosh, I can't believe Mulder just got shot. (laughs) It killed off Mulder in the first episode? (laughs) Hey, if this episode doesn't have Robert Patrick, I'm done. (laughs) Well, I'm sure he'll just morph into something else. He can't possibly die. Anyone else? Giving their opinions or tasting or whatever? I personally, my favorite was the the tikka masala one. I didn't mind the um, sticky one. I actually kind of found found it kind of refreshing because I but I love the taste of cucumber. So cucumber like in my water, cucumber. So I I actually found that one refreshing. But this is also coming from the person that liked the mango salsa chips in the last round. Those are the worst. <laughs> I, I, I literally put one in my mouth and immediately spit it out into the sink because it was so. And then I had to scrape my tongue. It was. Uh, <laughs> mm. I'll, I'll stick with plain, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> plain, unsalted. Yeah. Maybe I'll go for salt and vinegar every once in a while. Oh, oh, good. Oh, so good. No. Or, it's like, or I, a dill with chip or two. Oh my god. Can't go too much money in the dill, yeah. but. Yeah. How about you, Car? Prefer mm. to not eat any of these. Yeah, no, they all did a good job. Like, you guys were able to tell, like, what they were. Actually, pretty easily and pretty quickly. So, mm-hmm. I think for what they were going to do, they did a good job with them. I mean, yeah. that's true, but we did know what the flavors were going to be. Like, yeah, if you just handed it to me completely... Yeah. And be like, what is this? But that's 
you know, if you were to buy it, you kind of already know what the flavor that's is. That's true. That's the experience that no one in the world would have except for us. <laughs> Make a random potato chip we've never heard of, and well, let's decide what it is. Let's find out next year. Yeah, that's true. Total uh, media silence. But I really yeah. don't think they're going <laughs> to give you, like, a Lay's question mark and then be like, I wonder what flavor this is, and you open it up and you try it and you have to guess what it is. Well, they know? did that with Doritos. Well, that's Doritos. <laughs> the same <laughs> company. I know, but what was the what was the uh, uh, surprise flavor? Uh, it turned out to be Mountain Dew. Yeah, this is like sweet and salty, but like, was it like super super sweet? It was like super super sweet, mouth puckering sweet. No, it was like cloying. Yeah. yeah, and those don't last very long either. I mean, it's all just marketing. Oh fully, yeah, so yeah, yeah, they want you to buy it once. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I guess we'll see if any of those flavors actually stick, stick around. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully, the tikka masala one looks pretty good. Actually, it's just Indian tikka masala, so it probably doesn't have it doesn't have like a chicken flavor to it. No, no, really. it's just, just the spices, spices and the tomato, which is one of the reasons it's probably one of the better better of them. But yeah, I couldn't imagine there being chicken flavored mixed in with it. <laughs> you just have one of these. Have one of the Szechuan chicken and one of the tikka masala. Oh, oh, okay, yeah. mix them together. Chicken masala. Oh no, here we go. Oh no, that's another hour of material here. Now we have to mix them all up. How many? Permutations are there? <laughs> this is interesting though on this uh, Brazilian picanha. That's surprisingly balanced. Um, actually. Ten, this, this, and this. The two and ten, ten, Charlie. But the fact that they <laughs> they don't really like label on the front, but hey, there's actual beef extract in here. So if you were like, let's say, vegetarian or religious purposes, mm. like it says in the bottom here, contains milk ingredients. But if you didn't actually read that and see that it says beef, I find that interesting. That's weird. I mean, there is a picture of beef on the back. Yeah. A it's... picture of beef, but there's, okay. you know, right. like at the yeah. same time, you could be like, well, it could just be flavoring, like mm -hmm. a MSG. Uh, I'm just saying, Frito-Lay, bring out poutine flavor next year. Yeah. The next natural step. Yeah. <laughs> I think that would be better than many of the things I've just put in my mouth. <laughs> so, good job emulating flavor, bad job picking the flavors? Yeah. Like, I'm sure they could make a potato chip that tastes like... Smarties, but why would you? <laughs> but you gotta like get that overwhelming tart sugar. Oh, yeah, yeah, have that little bit of chalk aftertaste. Well, you know, you eat the red ones last. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the Gobeski Wallace Report presents an excerpt from Jackass the Movie The Novelization by Chuck Royce, read by Jason Allen King. On a sweltering summer afternoon, the boys met up with NFL kicker Josh Brown practicing at a high school football field. Preston took his place in front of the goalposts. I'm Preston Lacey, and this is the field goal, he proudly exclaimed. Dressed in nothing but an adult diaper, sneakers, and goggles, the portly man stood patiently still with his painted yellow arms raised in an upright position. We man, dressed in full uniform, carefully placed the ball only a couple of feet away to be kicked. The net behind the human goalpost was judiciously raised as an onlooker held a sign of support for Preston. Josh slowly stepped back in preparation for the kick. The referee's whistle blew, and he took two long strides toward the ball and kicked it with all his might. The full force of the ball struck Preston squarely in the chin. Most of the group gasped at the sight of what had unfolded. Oof, Preston moaned. 
Wow, that was a good kick, Knoxville noted. Was that right in the mouth? It got me right on the kisser, Preston replied as he writhed on the ground in pain. Oh, crikey, my mouth! He got up painfully, still buckled over at the knees, gasping for air, and eventually made his way over to Josh. I love you, buddy, he said as he hugged the place kicker. Football star Josh Brown, I love you, buddy! Then he moaned, Holy moly, my mouth! Final question. You can wager between 1 and 20 points, but if you get it wrong, you'll lose the points you wager. How many points do we have? You currently have 83 points. Oh, that's pretty respectable. Yep, out of a total possible 123. All right, here's your final question. Name three of the four Star Trek episodes, two of them from the original series, two from Next Generation, to win the Hugo Award for Best Dramatic Presentation one of science fiction's most prestigious awards. I have an additional hint if you want. Well, City on the Edge of Forever was probably one of them. Okay. We need two out of three more. Hmm. You were guessing all good things as possibly Maybe. a word? Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> do you I'm get okay. to guess four things and you only have to get three of them? Or do you have to be exactly right with all three that you guessed? You have to be exactly right with all three that you Ugh. guessed. Encounter at Farpoint. Mm. There isn't an additional hint available if you want it. Let's take it. Yeah. Two of the episodes are from the original series season one. One episode is from the Next Generation season five, and the other is from Next Generation season seven. Well, not an encounter at Farpoint. So how did they get two awards for the same season? They fell, I guess the season fell between two different award years? No, they're, oh yeah, good question. Uh, I think the Hugos just worked differently back then. Maybe it wasn't tied. Okay. You just reached a threshold level of awesomeness and they gave you an award. <laughs> you get two awards. The rest of your work is crap. Zero points? Yeah, probably, unless you can come up sure. with a, yeah. an answer for a third one. I know I would, I know that the fifth season of TNG had some good stuff, but I don't know that I could name a specific episode off the top of my head. So we have all good things to be on the edge of forever. And are bidding zero. Yeah. Because we don't have a third one. (laughs) (laughs) You could just name a third episode. Yeah, but we have to be exactly correct. Well, you got a one in uh, 250 chance. (laughs) You remember to exclude the two we already guessed, right? Yeah, I rounded it anyway. I think it's probably... Hold on. All right, so... (laughs) All right, so excluding the two you already guessed, you have a one... In 200 and well, I guess you have a two in 254 chance. Mm. So almost a percent. Less than one percent. <laughs> What's that episode where, where it's like Darmok at Tanagra when the walls fell? Ooh, can we just answer that. <laughs> yeah, that's our answer for zero. There, <laughs> <laughs> that uh, episode's called Darmok. Oh, okay. Darmok. <laughs> Darmok. Is that what you're going with? Well, yes. Do we want to bet one, zero points, or let's maybe do one, get, get a little skin in the game? <laughs> sure, <laughs> let's, let's go with one. All right. Sounds good. Something's on the line. All right. Yep. The, the answers are the Menagerie, which mm. is the one with Pike. Mm. The City on the Edge of Forever. Hooray. All Good Things. Hooray. And The Inner Light. It's that one. 
That's the one where Picard gets zapped into a flute player's body. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that one. <laughs> that scintillating piece of science fiction. No, there's like a probe and it like puts memories in his head of like a doomed race on a planet. And his he like experiences the whole life of the thing. And he plays little flute. You know when he always plays the flute in the the parody episodes. <laughs> that's that's from that. what I'm thinking of. It's the flute thing. <laughs> Me too. It was voted the best Next Generation episode by fans. Oh, you should know these things. <laughs> I really, really should. So much for your TNG cred, Paul. Yeah, it just it just just lost <laughs> it all. I, I prefer Darmok. <laughs> Fans are wrong. All right, so uh, you end the game with 82 points, which uh, ties you for first place. <laughs> Wait. <No. laughs> well, got 82. Uh, your alternate realities uh, selves. Also. The ones with facial hair, or I guess in this case, without facial hair. Yes, the inverse of facial hair. <laughs> so, Stupid people. Yeah. Thanks, everyone, for listening to our clips episode yeah nah. took us a lot less time to get to it <laughs> well we just had so much good material on the cutting room floor that's true that we just cut a lot of it was just cut for time honestly yeah. and just wasn't relevant to the topic but so hopefully you enjoyed it and uh i would be very surprised if we don't do this for our big anniversary yeah 100th episode 100 episodes it should come up well, couple, soon couple maybe if we do yeah yeah a couple of years Arrivederci. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Wait, what are, yeah, what are other, uh, how do you say goodbye in Greek or Chinese? <laughs> <laughs> I know Southern is bye, y'all. No, it's ba. Ba? Oh, ba. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening to episode 75. A special thanks to Purple Planet. Yeah. For- allowing us to use their royalty-free music for the audiobook clips. That's purple-planet.com. And thanks to all our listeners for hanging in there for 75 episodes. Remember to like us on Facebook and follow us at GW Report on Twitter. Woo! A Doyle rules! (laughs) Thanks for that. Blast from the past (laughs) reference. Can I go now? Yeah, you know, everybody can go. I gotta go to sleep. (laughs) You had the power to leave the whole time, Adam. (laughs) As as you told me on the uh, Captain America one, you don't have to be here. (laughs) (laughs) You can leave any time. Wow, such kind words.